girls. I'm Sina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to Two Girls Watch TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. And I'm Stina. And as we know, this is our epic, traditional holiday episode. It is. We go very, very hard for the holidays. We may be cranky for the entire month of November and October when we see Christmas and holiday stuff early but as soon as it hits we're here we're here we're festive and we're ready to hold it out until february hashtag festive till february hashtag festive till february also hashtag hard for the holidays i'm sorry what did you say (laughs) that's what you said we go hard for the holidays yeah we do so hashtag go hard for the holidays you want to throw that one in there too (laughs) sure we can if you'd like (laughs) So, Danielle, we talked about Christmas music. We've talked about Christmas memories so many times on this podcast because as we're recording this, it's Wednesday morning at 7.37 a.m., but when everybody hears it, you will be getting your tummy ready to come over to my house later in the day because this is airing on Christmas Eve. I honestly may go for a run in the morning, and that's something that I have not done in a very long time. I may go downstairs and try to run on the treadmill just to prepare my stomach for the amount of food that we will be eating uh, this evening. You could also go on uh, the elliptical. It's probably less impactful on your knees. If you, haven't, <laughs> if you haven't done it in a very long time, I would recommend the elliptical instead of just pounding on the treadmill. Thank you for the training advice, Christine. You're this is my this is my new every episode I take on a new role. This is my new role. Oh, yes, a fitness trainer. Thank you. But no, I feel you. I think I, I signed up for like an hour and fifteen minute workout with this um, uh, thing I do on the internet. So I'm I'm gonna be prepared. Oh, the thing you do on the internet. This is the thing you do on the internet too. Oh, oh I guess I phrase that poorly. Um, It's called FLK Method. This isn't sponsored, but it's a program that I've been doing for like a year now. And she has like challenges on Instagram. And if you ever see me posting about my water intake, it's because I have to post something every day to like check something off the list. Um, And she has like these workouts online and for the holidays, she has special ones. She did one on Thanksgiving too. It was like an hour long. Um, Yeah. So there's one on Christmas Eve in the morning to prepare. To prepare, to prepare to for prepare the 12-hour feast. Yeah, exactly. So since we've talked about that tradition multiple times, and since this is our third holiday episode, which is kind of crazy, um, let's talk about something different. What are a couple of your favorite ornaments that you own? A couple of my favorite ornaments, um, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, I just sent you over a tweet about like a Muslim person uh, doing an anthropological study of Christmas and he noted that there are the filler ornaments and then there are the like special ornaments and those special ornaments get passed down from generation to generation and it's because they're so expensive. So I think that 
you know, it's very funny because like every family does have their specific ornaments that are so sentimental. Um, The one that I am thinking of is there is a Santa that is in shorts and a t-shirt and he has his thumb uh, like kicked out and it says going south. And that one always winds up on our Christmas tree. Santa ready to hitchhike out of this cold weather into <laughs> to the south. Let me guess, that's your mother's ornament. I'm sure someone got it for her, but it's just, it's always on our Christmas tree. Um, really sentimental ones are I have an Aunt Ethel. Sorry, I have three. No, it's not Aunt Ethel. Edna, it's Edna. I, there's an Aunt Ethel, an Aunt Edna, and an Aunt Evelyn, and that's how you can tell my mother. <laughs> my mother is older because <laughs> these are her aunts. So it's Aunt uh, Edna. Yes, Aunt Ed. No, it's Aunt Ethel. It's Aunt Ethel. Okay, now I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Anyways, this aunt that I have had for a very long time, she used to live in Florida. And she crocheted us a bunch of ornaments, and they are the most beautiful ornaments that you will ever see. Like hand crocheted doves with the wings that she like puts wax on so it looks like they're mid-flight and they have little roses in their mouth. And they're stunning, and those always wind up on our Christmas tree. And then... Um, they sound so detailed. It's it, they're incredibly detailed. Come over, we'll show you. Like okay. there are a bunch. She did us. She did snowflakes for us. She did like gingerbread men. Like she did them all. But the doves are the most beautiful ones. And then uh, we have a Tiffany ornament that always winds up on the Christmas tree. The silver oh, Tiffany wow. snow snowflake. That one always winds up on the Christmas tree. Don't wow. don't know how we got that one, but we have it. Always winds up on the Christmas tree. Must have been Santa. <laughs> Must have been Santa. We have um, we have a lot of sporting ornaments for our tree. And so when my father was alive, it became the task of sneakily putting the Giants ornaments up in the front of the tree and the Jets ornaments up in the side or the back of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so every year we exchange ornaments. And I think at this point... We have like a seven foot tree and we have about 300 ornaments. And the past couple of years, my mom's like, I don't have the time to take them all out. So she only puts the fillers on the tree, um, which is kind of sad, but it's it's true. There's just so many ornaments to sift through. And I, I think she, she's got to get a the board's got to get a better system. Yeah, I have to buy her a better system. Maybe next Christmas. See, my mom likes to go through the ornaments every year and try to figure out, like, what can go and what can stay. Oh, also, this is a very, very, very important ornaments that we have. There is a box, and it is a red box with a lid. I'm telling you this because it's not like, you know how you typically store your Christmas ornaments in, like, whatever like Avon box, I know there are Christmas ornaments in an Avon box or like a plastic box. This is a specific red box. It is from the Hummel company. And each one has each individual box with the name of the Hummel seen on the ornaments. And they are slotted in and it is a full box full of Hummel ornaments. 
and God forbid you put those ornaments away in the wrong box. You cannot put boy with toothache in the box that goes with the farmer girl because that would just be anarchy. How dare you? It's like the spoons on Christmas Eve. You could just get another one. No, you can't. My mother has this old set of Lennox china that she had since she was married, I think. And the story goes that my parents, when they got married, they were so poor. And she was so excited when she got this china. And my father was like, I think you've heard this story. Well, that's great, Deb. We got china for 16. We don't have a fucking table for two. But we have china for 16. <laughs> so they don't make it anymore. It's discontinued. And accidentally one year, not going to name names on the podcast, but someone accidentally threw out one of the teaspoons or tablespoons. And we spent a small chunk of the evening sifting through everything in the house to try to find this spoon. Somebody at one point was in the garbage, like digging through the trash, trying to find it. We were all in the garbage digging through the trash until we did finally find it. And yes, it was a very big thing. I need to start looking on the reselling sites to see if we can get your mom some add-ins. Oh, I yeah, that was a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Secondhand to well, homewares are one thousand percent a thing. <laughs> well, she loves Lennox. I know she has a few Lennox ornaments. They weigh the tree down tremen- uh, tremendously. Mm-hmm. But um, we have because we have this is one of the reasons why i like the fake tree because you can bend the branches and wrap the ornament around it with a real tree the one year we had a real tree i put a glass ornament on it slid right off crashed and burned million pieces all over the floor and that was one of the many times that my father had said this isn't a good idea yeah in that whole process because they just don't stay on the tree no they don't they really really don't and she has like many heavy Many heavy ornaments, but then also like that light blown glass. Like, Mm -hmm. it's funny. I remember like just looking at ornaments, knowing like, oh, we got this for my mom when I went to karate and the ornament store was right next to the karate place. And my dad was like, let's get your mother an ornament for Christmas. Like I can look at these ornaments and they don't have to look like anything special. But I think some of them are my favorite because of the memories that are attached to them. Yeah. Absolutely. Or like someone gave it to you and you remember who gave it to you and there's something personal there. Or your grandmother collected Hummels, so you have a whole box of very specific (laughs) Hummel ornaments. But I think so. I I still give ornaments. I haven't found one this year, so I, I have to find like a good one. I try not to like just get whatever. But it was either last, it was a few years ago, I got my mother an ornament. Very plain, very simple, like ceramic flat circular ornament and it said good moms it had like um the the what is it called oh my god when you're making cookies the the the, the mixer the what the mixer the hand mixer yeah, but what are the things in the mixer the the whisks i don't know they're it's just part of a hand are they mixer beaters beaters. Like beaters sure sure egg beaters okay so it was like or mixer good moms let you lick the mixer great moms turn it off first (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one i saw this ornament on amazon i was like i don't care take all of my money just so like as she was reading it i could see her bursting out laughing it was like one of my favorite things to give her there are uh, yeah i know some some phrases on things are a little tacky but when something's funny once it hits it hits um I was recently looking up 
onesies with fake tattoo sleeves for no reason whatsoever. Don't don't ask me about it. <laughs> but they sell them. And uh, I was, you know, just looking around and there was one with the phrase that says, I did nine months on the inside. And that made me start cracking up laughing. I did not buy it, but maybe one day I will. That's funny. I'm trying to, um, oh, we also have that, do you remember that Star Trek ornament? No. And we used to have, my father used to like to plug it in. Um, and my, my mother used to get so upset because, like, it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those ornaments where you have to plug it into a light, which means you have to take a light off. Which you it's a risk, right? It's yeah. A heavy risk, low, heavy, high risk, low reward, yeah. right? Because if you get it, it works, and like that's fine. But if it doesn't work, it shuts a whole strand of lights off on the tree. Yeah. And it would just, it was like shuttlecraft to Enterprise, shuttlecraft to Enterprise, Spock Hill, Happy Holidays. Like that's for that. <laughs> just for that. What are you going to do? Oh, gosh. So, all right. Do we want to segue into what we're talking about today? Yes. Okay. So here's, here's, here's how it went down. The whole bracket is done. We're down to the last two. The only site that ranks episodes that Danielle and I use is IMDb. So up until the last two, we've been using IMDb reviews. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm sorry, not reviews. They're ratings. So each episode has its own individual rating. I hit a problem. I think I texted you and I was like, I might be into some trouble, but I think I figured it out. <laughs> was with the Bracebridge dinner and Abed's uncontrollable Christmas had the exact same rating on IMDb. Uh, they were both like, an, I don't remember what it was, but they had the same rating. So then I went to Rotten Tomatoes, nothing. So then I went to Metacritic, nothing. And I'm like, what do I do from here? And so I, I was, I thought about going back to IMDb and I think this is what I ended up doing. I went back to IMDb and I rated, I went with the rating for that entire season. Okay. So I, um, community had a hundred and I think that a season at Gilmore Girls had like 92. Okay. And if it wasn't IMDb, no, it wasn't IMDb because IMDb doesn't rate seasons. So I had to go back to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And that's where I found the rating. So Rotten Tomatoes rated Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas that season of Community at 100. And that season with the Bracebridge Dinner was, an, I think, at like a 92. Like, yeah. I think the critics gave it a 92 and the audience gave it a 97. Mm-hmm. So that's how we got down to Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. Yeah. Then with those last two, we took those ratings and then you all got to vote. Yes. And I think we got a few votes for community, but it was overwhelmingly clear that the fans, the friends want Always Sunny. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hugo Bucci, do not uh, storm the streets of Philadelphia. You do not need to. We will be talking about a very sunny Christmas this episode. It has Please won- don't set anything on fire. I know. I know how you all operate down there. <laughs> I was there with the and Yankees Je- Phillies World Series. I saw the cars, the vans getting flipped over at Frankfurt and Compton. So. But also, like, if you think about this episode Compton. and how it just. 
how it just blows so out of proportion. It, it just feels it feels right to storm the streets, or at least to threaten to storm the streets of Philadelphia when talking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Well, do you know what's interesting though? Both of these episodes had claymation involved. What do you mean, both of the episodes? Oh, did Always Abed's un- and uncontro- Abed's uncontrollable okay. Christmas? So you could see on the on the uh, photo of it on IMDb that is already in claymation, and Always Sunny has a component of claymation in it too. You know, claymation Christmas movies are severely underrated, in my humble opinion. Love Rudolph, um, and I think that is great. So, um, also to note, very very important, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is currently the longest running live action comedy series with fifteen seasons. Yeah, I did notice that they have 15 seasons. They just came out with like a they're just came out with a new season. So it is the longest running love, live action comedy. What about um Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, this is longer. Oh, I think they're only on 13 seasons actually. Yeah. Wow. This show has been on since half, we're at the halfway point. This show has been on for half of our lives. This uh A Very Sunny Christmas came out in 2009. Yeah, because this was season six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Very, very long time. It's been with us for, for a very, very long time. <laughs> so anyway, let's get on into it. Yes. You can watch um, A Very Sunny Christmas on Hulu. Mm-hmm. That's where I watched it. Yeah, I don't think they're on Netflix. They were on Netflix for a very long time, but I think they moved over to Hulu. Mm-hmm. Because all of FX is on Hulu. Ah, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that. I don't know why I'm always so amazed when you tell me this information. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did this season have any awards? I did not look that up. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that one. Yes. The gang gets in the Christmas spirit. Charlie and Mac exchange traditions while the siblings... Dee and Dennis try to stop Frank from ruining yet another Christmas for them. So getting into our characters, like, I I could not try to come up with the adjectives to describe each character. They're just so unique in their own ways. And also, if you've watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I highly recommend, if you have not, I highly recommend you watch it. If you have, you already know what these characters are like. So I'm not going to try to describe them. I'm just going to list them. So our main characters, we have Dennis played by Glenn Howerton. We have Mac played by Rob McElhenney. We have Deandra Sweet D played by Caitlin Olson. We have Charlie played by Charlie Day. And we have Frank played by Danny DeVito. And I'd also like to note that I did not have to look up the actors who played them because I already knew them because I've watched this show so many times. So let's talk about our climax. D and Deandra are, uh, I'm sorry, D and Dennis are attempting to show Frank the error of his ways during Christmas season that oddly resembles a Christmas carol. You know, they find his ex-business partner and pretend he's a ghost. They go into the Christmas present. They go into the Christmas past. And it does end with them bringing Frank to a graveyard and showing him his quote-unquote future grave, to which Frank responds, one of my absolute favorite lines, when I'm dead, just throw me in the trash, (laughs) and points out that they have been selfish for jumping through hoops, just trying to get back at Frank because, you know, he would always buy these Christmas presents that they wanted because they were bad children. 
So he was trying to teach them a lesson, and they were trying to teach him a lesson, but really he continued to teach them a lesson. Uh, meanwhile, Charlie and Mac relive their Christmas traditions, as Christina said, and then accidentally confront their childhood traumas. Uh, Mac realizes that his parents used to break into homes and steal other people's presents on Christmas morning. And Charlie realizes his mom was probably a prostitute and her Johns would come over dressed as Santa and give Charlie presents every year. So Mac tries to make amends by buying toys for the people that he stole from as a child. And Charlie tries to push down his feelings and then they come bubbling over as he freaks out at Santa Claus in the mall and winds up biting him and have to be dragged away with blood dripping down his face. Because did you fuck my fucking mom, Santa? Did you fuck my fucking mom? <laughs> We're getting the E on this one, in case anyone was wondering. with your closing that's all i got that's all you got yes that what oh wow i was thinking that the climax of this was actually going to be when frank's business partner brings they all come back to the bar and frank's business partner decides to pull a gun on him when does that happen did we not watch the same episode? Because I watched the 43-minute episode that Dave told me was a two-parter. And Frank's business partner pulls a gun on him. The one that they did through the Christmas past, same guy. He's like, have you found our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And he's like, I'm still a liar and a cheat. And he pulls the gun on Frank and they drop all the gifts, the Lamborghini and the bag and everything else in the store. And he's like, I'm going to take all your stuff. And then he throws this giant snow machine into high gear that they said didn't work and the gang goes flying around the bar literally in a snowstorm in their bar what i saw was frank got into a car accident with the lamborghini and then when he hit his head he uh he like went into like claymation yeah but then after the claymation he says i'm a changed man me and my partner were changed men like it, oh. it can happen for us did it cut off did i miss that because after the claymation that was the end of my episode okay well but i thought you said it was a two-parter and we were gonna watch both parts yeah and then i started the second part and the second part was what i already saw so i thought i already watched it I, okay well okay so there's like a huge piece missing here. yeah <laughs> so after they get in the bar um they have this moment and it's all fine and dandy he pulls the gun he says he's a still liar and a cheat he takes all of their gifts and he throws on the the giant snow machine that they were supposed to use in the beginning and everybody just goes flying around the bar after they were bragging about it not working like all of that happened after what you're saying oh, and okay. then at the very end they're all outside and they start throwing Rocks at trains, the old favorite tradition. Classic. Classic. So that's why when you were going into that, I was like, huh, I wonder when she's going to get to the gun. <laughs> Apparently, I need to go back and rewatch it. Sorry. It's been a crazy week. Well, like, so when you watched it on Hulu, did it show up as one episode? Because it showed up as one episode for us. So I was confused when you said it was a two-parter. It said two parts, but then it morphed into one episode, and I guess it cut. I don't know. I really don't know what happened. I tried to watch it at night, too, so maybe I just. 
I don't know, maybe I wasn't paying attention properly. Well, I know on, um, I will say though, it didn't say like in the actual show because Hulu has commercials. So I can't really tell when like part one will end and part two will start. But yeah, I will say, you know, when we pulled it up, Dave was like, oh, this is a long one. And it was like a 43 or 45 minute yeah. episode. So I guess they, uh, for Hulu's sake, I think they combined both of them into one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The fun will never stop. The fun will never stop. So the rating for this episode on IMDb was a 9.2. And for the record, we took the IMDb, B, IMDb ratings for always a very sunny Christmas and Abed's uncontrollable Christmas. And then we added your votes to those ratings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so this ended up with like 20 votes. <laughs> um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience gave this a 93%. I typed in a very sunny Christmas as opposed to going through the seasons. So the only thing was the audience rating at 93%. I'm sure the critics rated this higher. And if they didn't, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Wait, that you were able to find individual show ratings on rotten tomatoes i typed in a very sunny christmas in rotten tomatoes and i was able to find this oh i wonder if it's because it was like released as a dvd special too yeah because i don't i'm don't know if this was uh, based on the reviews i don't think that this was released on television like I really i don't i'm not sure don't quote me on it but a lot of people said, like, you know, as a movie, you can tell that they're not doing this on TV because it's, like, it's very vulgar. They use a lot of cursing, blah, 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 blah. Right. Okay, so. that's a good point. Um, did you have a review? Go, go into your review first. Okay, well, <laughs> I didn't really find too many reviews for this individual episode. So this is from Pat Emmel, and he wrote for CriticsDen.com. The Odd Films of Christmas, A Very Sunny Christmas. This guy is snarky as all hell. So um, I, th I think he's he, he's like, I'm a funny guy. Like you could tell like when he introduces himself, like guys, we all have our like qualities. This is my group of friends. Like I'm a funny guy, obviously. So this is the vibe that I'm getting from him. I'm just going to set that tone. I'm not going to read the whole review because it's quite long, but I will skip around. Okay. Okay. It's early December. That may not seem like an exciting time on the calendar. Good. That's just the way I like it. Nothing to worry about after Thanksgiving. No Macy's Day Parade. You may just have to pick up some beer and do some dishes. Marketing geniuses retail the world have caught on to this um, and began the quest to start Christmas joy before Halloween. As if seeing Santa at the end of Thanksgiving parades wasn't bad enough. Fuckers. So when I heard the Always Sunny Philadelphia was releasing its Christmas special all those years ago, I was a little annoyed. Don't get me wrong. I was just as annoyed at seeing Jim Carrey's Christmas Carol in 3D Disney awesomeness in theaters beginning last Thursday. This came out years ago, mm -hmm. very early. So when or where does a very sunny Christmas fit into the holidays? Right now, actually, before you want to get into the Christmas spirit and would rather whine about it or maybe just the week after Thanksgiving. The story of the normal sunny style, it's a Christmas style, it's Christmas time at Patty's Pub and the gang is getting into the Christmas spirit or out of it. Um, he goes into the details that you kind of went over, so I'm gonna skip over that. And then he goes, and everyone's pissed at Charlie for wearing a ridiculous Christmas sweater. Oh wait, that's me. See, funny guy. He's like, I'm a funny guy. Hysterical. Yeah. 
he goes into Mac and Charlie rekindling their thing. The main thing about this DVD. So he, this guy, my guy went out and bought the DVD of yeah. this. The main a, thing that's about a very 2009 D- thing to do. Oh, yeah. He probably went to Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> the main thing about this DVD is that the Christmas you would have imagined these characters having. It's funny. It's dark. It makes you feel better. It makes you feel like a better human being for not being this way and worse for laughing at it. This is what Always Sunny in Philadelphia is all about. Some of the greatest moments are seeing Frank stumble around the office party naked, Charlie attacking the Santa Claus, and a claymation segment that will forever scar your enjoyment of claymation Christmas specials like Rudolph saving Christmas with help from yada, yada, yada. Okay, I give this special, I'm skipping ahead. I give this special three and a half out of five days of the week. What? What? Days of the week? But there's seven days of the week. Maybe in a in a work week as opposed to a full week. He's rating it by work days? I don't know. That's weird. It would have been four work days, but I had to take away something for the price of what equals two episodes and a tripped out sing-along. So this guy, I think, was like produced from Claymation maybe. And now he's just a person in real life that walks around and thinks that he can have opinions like this. <laughs> Sips tea. <laughs> what you guys don't see is Christina just taking a sip of tea after dropping an insult like that. Oh, it really is literally tea. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not of my business. <laughs> so, yeah, um, this was like they all had critics reviews. And I was like, if I'm going to pick a critics review, I needed to be like a little outlandish. Yeah, I grabbed a, a um, an audience review because that's all I had to choose from, and uh, this is another three and a half, three out of five stars, I guess. You know, th- three work days out of five work days. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, a satirical holiday comedy. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Very sunny Christmas is ridiculously fun and full of holiday cheer. The writing's pretty good, and the series witty irreverent humor is in full force however the vulgarity and raunchiest uh, raunchiness are pushed further than the television series normally goes which is a bit off-putting it's always sunny in philadelphia very sunny christmas is a merry and hilarious comedy but it got but it goes off the beaten path a bit and i do not agree with this person because i truly wish i could go back in time and have never watched this episode before and watch it again because the first time that I watched this episode I my jaw dropped I was gasping I was laughing I still crack up laughing at Charlie blowing up at Santa Claus <laughs> I think that it's so fun it's it has like the show is always, you know, pushing the limits, but you never expect Charlie to bite Santa Claus and blow up like that. Never. And then just to have the blow. Oh, God, it's so funny. It shouldn't be funny, but it's hysterical. And it's one of my favorite scenes, possibly in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia history, like as the whole the whole show. Well, so this was the first time I watched this special. Oh, okay. You've ne- so you've I've, never seen this episode before? I've Okay. <clears throat> I have not watched this show really. Okay. I've watched episodes here and there. Okay. 
And they've always been hit or miss for me. Okay. The one episode that I really enjoyed from actually one of the later seasons is when they're on the plane and they're e- drinking a hundred beers each. Oh God, what a mess! So you have you ever seen the Jersey Shore episode? Yes, J- Dave made me watch that immediately after this. He's like, you have to watch this episode. Jersey Shore episode is fantastic. One of my favorite episodes is when they go on welfare and uh, Dee and Dennis get addicted to crack. I feel like I may have seen that one a long time ago. That's an older one, right? It's, it's an early one, yeah. It's an okay. early episode, but it's one of my favorites. Yeah, so I've, I've watched, like, episodes in, like, pockets. I've never, like, sat down and, like, watched the whole series. And I've kind of told myself... So here's the thing. I always want to start watching a new series or, like, a new series to me when I have end-of-semester grading to do. Yeah. Like, I've, I banged out all 10 seasons of Cheers, all 10 seasons of Friends... Um, like while I have to grade yeah, and it's not a good idea. It's, <laughs> it's not, I don't need that part of my journey right now. Yeah. So I'm going to wait till after I'm done grading and after I finish the good place and then I will start from scratch with always sunny. See, here's the difference between you and me. I feel like you are a long hauler with a show. Like when, especially with like comedies like this, like if you start a comedy, you are finishing it to the end where with me, I go into it saying, like, I'm going to be dedicated. I'm going to finish this show to the end. And then I lose my interest. And then I never make it to the end. Yeah, I know. Because we've done a few of those on the podcast. And you're like, I don't remember the last two seasons. Yeah, because I just, I, when I lose interest, I lose interest. And there's, there's no making me watch it till the end. So have you lost interest in this show? Like, have you watched all 15, 16, however many I have not. I have not. I did, like, peter off at some point. Um, but I have gotten very far in it. How I far? I couldn't tell you how far I've gotten. Well, though. you've gotten to the beer episode that I was talking about because you knew what I was, you yeah. know what I was going with there. But, yeah, so I um, – for somebody who's never, I don't really watch this. Because I'll tell you why. I know that a lot of it is improv. And, like, I think it's funny. But there are times when everybody starts talking over each other mm-hmm. that, like, my anxiety just goes to a different level. Like, I can't handle situations like that. And it's not it's not just the show. It's, like, I'll tell you why. Um, because whenever I would watch, like, the news, right? Like, some of my family is conservative and some of my family is liberal. It doesn't matter. Fox and CNN, they do the same shit. Where they interview people. I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to get this isn't a political podcast, but you have people on these news stations. They bring people on to interview and they just keep talking over them and they make their points. And then the other people are making their points. And and then they have another person come on and everybody's talking at the same time. And I'm like, my skin is like pulling itself back and it's revealing like my flesh. And I can't I can't I can't do it. I can't handle everybody talking at the same time. We've had this conversation before. <laughs> Do you think it's because you grew up in an Italian household where just everyone's just ba 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 that that's why you're I know, but I need to – everybody can be ba 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 but as long as we go one at a time. Okay, you do your ba 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 first, then you do your ba ba ba. You could do your ba 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 as loud as you want, but after one and two ba ba ba's are done. Like, let me hear everything one at a time. I I agree. I agree, but, you know, unfortunately, that's not the way things roll anymore. Well, they can because a lot of shows, actually, that's how I could tell that it's like true improv because a lot of shows are scripted where you're not, you're purposely not talking over people. Yeah. Um, and I do appreciate it every once in a while because sometimes when they all start yelling, it is like, it's comical. 
Yeah, absolutely. But I can't handle too much of it. And then there's always one, it's usually Charlie's voice that, like, comes out of it, or, like, there's always one that, like, brings them all back, so. Um, right. I don't have any lows. I, I wasn't about to try to find some lows for this, uh. No, I was just worried about Santa. <laughs> I kept asking Dave, I was like, are they going to tell us he's dead? Are they going to tell us Santa died? And he's like, Santa, don't worry about Santa. And I was like, oh, I'm worried about Santa. I want to worry about Santa. Where did he go? And Dave's like, he, they don't talk about him anymore. I was like, they don't talk about Santa anymore? I was very upset. I was very surprised that they just like, gone. Well, he's not dead. He's just got mauled by some guy in the mall. Um, he could be. <laughs> there was a lot of blood, Danielle. Uh, I know, but it was just for dramatic effect. Um, yeah, but I had like a bunch of highs of where the, the innocent exchange of like their traditions between Mac and Charlie. Um, I also liked, you know, the, the, the triggered effect that Charlie had with Santa. Um, I also enjoyed Dennis whenever he talked about the Lamborghini and he would start yelling at Frank to like not change anything about the car. Like, I like those, those small moments were really funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> Snack break. break. What did you eat? <laughs> well, in uh, true fo- form, I like came back from Christmas shopping because I am a last minute Christmas shopper. I literally have probably like two more Christmas presents to buy today and then I'm done. So that's just how I roll. I play real close to the edge there. Um, I start in August. <laughs> you're Okay. <laughs> well, I I cuz I get things on sale. Uh, okay. So I have uh been v- kind of stressed. There's a lot happening. So I d- came home and I was like, "Ugh, I need a glass of wine." And then we ran out of wine. So Nick's like, "Here, have a red stripe." So I drank a red stripe while watching <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jamaica's best. <laughs> we finally used our air fryer that we've had for over a year. Oh, I what'd think. you guys make? Did you get it last Christmas? Last, yes. <laughs> um, that song is now haunting me. The Yes, I think Dave's parents got it for us last year, and we set it up in his apartment, and then we brought it to this place now and never used it. And I was like, Dave, why don't we use the air fryer? It's right yeah. here. It's on the counter. Just got to plug it in. So I was like, mm, I'm going to use the air fryer. I'm going to put this chicken in here. So it was like... um. It was like boneless, skinless chicken breasts, and he seasoned them, and then I just popped them in there, and then I also popped in potatoes, and the chicken wasn't not bad. Oh, that's um, good. I think it needs to be like marinated a little bit more because the yeah. seasoning was only on the outside and not on the inside. Ah, did you spray but it with like oil or something? I I used like a drizzle because I I thought you weren't supposed to use oil in the air fryer. I thought that was the point. Um, I don't know. Do, do you have the the egg air fryer or do you have the, uh, do you have No, it looks like a toast. It looks like a toaster. glorified toaster oven. Okay, yeah, I really don't know. I've never, I've only had the egg air fryer and you're supposed to, like, spray the pan down with, like, pan. Oh. Well, I put it on tin foil and I, I put, like, a drizzle of olive oil over the chicken. I mean, it didn't stick or anything at all. Yeah. And it was, it was, like, very, it was very moist. But, like, honestly i was fine with that i was fine with the flavor like not being as strong as opposed to dry chicken because there's nothing i I will not pay attention to anything no show no television no story will be able to captivate me getting through a meal of dry chicken all i will do is talk about 
or think about the dry chicken that I'm being forced to eat right now. Yeah. So, so we had pizza on standby in the event that didn't work out. Well, everyone share your air fryer recipes with Christina. E- email us your, your air fryer recipes. Yeah. If you want, I'll exchange a, uh, my crock pot recipes because Lord knows I got them. <laughs> So I know was, how to make pulled chicken like 12 different ways. We can have 12 days of Christmas with pulled chicken. So what was your expectation for this? I honestly, all I wrote down was I didn't expect it to be a two-parter question mark. I was very confused by that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I got very confused. And obviously I missed some part of it after the claymation. Don't know how that happened. I honestly wasn't sure if I was going to love it. And I really did. I don't know why. I don't know why I was like, I don't know what to show. I I, I, I I must have watched like, you know how every long standing comedy has episodes that are hit or miss. Everyone does. Yeah. If it's if it's more than five seasons and there's like 20 episodes, however many episodes per season, it doesn't matter. If there's more than five seasons, you're bound to have an episode that's not 100% on. And so I must have watched at some point an episode that wasn't 100%. And I was like, mm, this show, you know? And that might have been like the last taste I had in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I really did enjoy it. I was laughing the whole time. I, I always found myself looking at Dave and going, oh, no, <laughs> which I feel like is a great expression to have while you're watching television. <laughs> That's true. I feel like you. What you, was your expectation from the first time you watched I it? I don't remember. Like I watched this so long ago. I feel like I had to have watched this in college and I remember my friends talking me up about, like, the the Very Sunny Christmas episode being, like, a, such a huge thing. Because I know my friend Chelsea Plug and my friend Jackie, they were big It's Always Sunny fans. And Ricky was a good, a big It's Always Sunny fan. So when I finally watched this episode, I, it was just so unlike any of the other episodes. And just with the blood coming down to, oh my god, I, I lost it. I absolutely lost it. I really like how that is the image on IMDb for this. <laughs> yes. Like that is the one that shows up. Like it that's is. what so that was that was that was all I saw going into this. <laughs> a bloody Charlie and I was like how did he get here? Did he get into a brawl? I was kind of right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So did you have an IRL moment? I agree with D that I would absolutely lose my mind if someone filled a designer bag with cheese curls like lose my mind it would ruin the lining and it would drive me crazy i i remember laughing at that because yes very much so i i honestly can't think of anything else that might have been like an irl moment no except for like while we were watching this dave was pointing to random things going you remember that then he started pointing to like street lights. He's like, you remember that? I'm like, Dave, I lived there. I didn't like take a magnifying glass across the entire fucking city. <laughs> I said that in my head. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, um, I can also relate to like, do, do people go to toy stores anymore on like before Christmas? I don't know. But I can tell you that they probably go to Target because we were at Target yesterday and all not that we were looking, but we happened to notice that all of the Legos were gone. (laughs) 
I like how you put that. I like how you worded that. Um, yeah, I was at Target the other day too, and it was packed. And also, I got all my Christmas shopping done at Target. So thank you, Target. Um, yes, thank you, Target. But it's very different than like an actual toy store and the idea of like the hot toy because there is a story of my dad waiting in the freezing cold outside of Kmart, I want to say, to get me a Furby back in the 90s for Christmas. Oh, God. And you had a maximum of two that you could buy. They put limits on how many Furbies people could buy because I'm sure someone tried to go in there and buy all the Furbies and then sell them at the back of their car because that was a thing they used to do back in the day. So my dad got the Furbies. He waited in line at the, like the ass crack of dawn. And my mom brought coffee for the entire line of people waiting to buy Furbies. I love this story. I know I've heard it before, but I love this story. It's, it's such a beautiful Christmas moment. It's like Christ in real life. Everybody waiting for toys. Here's some coffee for all the very tired, sleepy, deprived adults. There's always one. There's it's, one it's, adult. It's Jesus the- every day, you know. It's 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 all the little things. It's, it's Jesus every day. Oh my gosh! So yes, that anybody is- who gets me coffee is is a Jesus in their own way. is the They're, Messiah. I see. I see Jesus in you now. <laughs> oh That's goodness. it. You can't change my mind. I did want to bring to your attention really quick because I know that you said you love Target and you need to follow on Instagram Target Holler. This isn't a plug. This isn't an ad, but all the little things that I look for at Target, um, they have them on here. And I actually ended up getting my mom like these silicone things to cover like fruit and vegetables as like a stocking stuffer. Oh, nice. She always cuts an apple in half and then puts the other half in there. I'm like, are you going to put lemon on it? She's like, no. I'm like, when you go back, it's going to be brown. What are you doing? <laughs> so they have all these cute things. They have this other thing that I really wanted to get her, but I couldn't find it in the store. And it was like a heating, um, like I think it's silicone, but maybe not. But it's like a heating mat for like straighteners and curling irons and things like that. So ah. that she doesn't burn the brand new countertop that she put in the bathroom. But I couldn't find it. But yeah, Target Holler, they have like all these little things. And it's like a thing that they have on the page where it's like uh, things you didn't know you needed at Target. Yeah, I am. Um, I follow like Target does it again. Ooh. I also there's a, if you want recommendations on the Trader Joe's uh, Instagram accounts to follow. And they like keep Trader Jolene. Trader Jolene. And then I also follow Trader Joe Aficionado. Okay. I'll I'll send you all the the people to follow. Send me those. But like friends, if friends, if you're doing last minute shopping, follow these Target accounts because I you know what I did? Because I know that not every Target is the same, but I went on their um I went on this Instagram account and I started looking for the things that I wanted and then I honestly was going to just use my lunch break to find everything at the target by me and just do a target pickup order and just put the order in and then pick it up and then like do a round but at least the items i got were in there and i didn't have to like necessarily look for them yeah so yeah it really was helpful if you're doing last minute christmas shopping and there's a target near you yeah i mean target is i don't i went in there with low expectations i have been you know, I've been shopping around and haven't had any luck. And then as soon as I went to Target, it's just like Target opened its arms to me and just gave me a hug <laughs> and said, come, Danielle, we will get your Christmas presents. And I was able to find a bunch of Christmas presents there. So you went to the Target in Jersey City? Yeah, 
in the Newport. I like that Target. It's I a went good, there a few ones. I really like that Target. It's a good Target. It's a good Target. Never forget that Taylor Swift went there when she released Lover, and I found out and freaked out, and I can't believe that I missed her. That's right. I forgot. I remember how upset you were. Was it Lover or Reputation? One of them. I forget. She was there, and it pissed me off. Anyways, no, it was Lover. All right. It doesn't matter. We got to go. Yeah, that's it. So um, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Did I miss anything? <laughs> I think you did. Happy Winter happy Solstice. Diwali. I think that's over. I think Hanukkah's over as well. Actually, yesterday was, the first, yesterday was the first day of winter, so it was Winter Solstice yesterday. Oh, yes, and Winter Solstice. Yeah. I think that's all the holidays. I if I missed any, let us know, and we'll wish you a specific, a very, very specific holiday. All right, everyone. Enjoy your holidays, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.